Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, one of our Lions insiders. He is standing by on the Roast Umber coffee guest line. And so, Rizzy, take me back to halftime last night. I know you're down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, what are you thinking when it's 24-7 Lions at halftime? Uh, I'm thinking that I'm going to get thrown out of my hotel room for making too much noise. Uh, it was it was so exciting. Look, I knew, and, and Dan said this after the game, we knew San Francisco was going to come back. They were going to make adjustments. They were too good not to. But I really thought that the Lions were going to withstand it, that they would be able to, you know, you know, take up, you know, even after the first score from San Francisco, like, okay. But then the, the Gibbs fumble to me um, after the fluke play where, where I caught the ball off of Fildor, that was when I started to worry because uh, that's, you needed to stop the momentum from, from running out the door there. And it, it all went over to the, the San Francisco side and they just didn't have it. But at halftime, man, I was buzzing. I was feeling great. I was ready to, ready to you know, figure out how to get to out to Las Vegas to get to the Super Bowl because uh, I, I was ready to be there. And uh, it didn't, didn't last. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. You can follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. I thought your tweet, and I, I shared it uh, late last night, that it's not all on Dan Campbell. The the tackling, Brock Purdy was wrapped up for three sacks and got away for first downs, I think, every single time. I'm not sure if they all were first downs, but they really kept drives alive. Uh, the coverage, Cam Sutton, CJ were just, Cam maybe made one play, uh, had an interception, alligator arm, that one, can't tackle. CJ was horrible. Uh, in terms of analytics and just visually, uh, there you know Kaminsky has disappeared this year. I don't know what happened to that guy compared to uh, last year. I don't know if he didn't work out all all year long or something. And uh, surprisingly, Hutchinson was getting pushed around by Kittle at times last night. Yeah, but again, that's a good football team. They deserve to be in the Super Bowl. But yeah, there was there was a lot of issues with Lions execution. You know, Josh Reynolds putting two on the ground. Oh. Amon Ross St. Brown putting two on the ground. Uh, that can't happen. Uh, that's, that's how you lose football games. You know, the, the play calls were there. The design was there. And they, they didn't make the plays. And that, the 49ers did. Um, a couple of them somewhat un, unlikely. But you know, that's what you do. When, when you've got Ifeatu Malifamu, and he's got, he's got both hands and his momentum flying down, and Purdy gets out of that, like, that's not Dan Campbell's fault. You know, uh, that's, there's a whole lot of fingers, like, to blame on, on where the, the game was lost. But for me, it was lack of execution uh, towards the end of the first half, and then early in the second half, um, the, the missed tackles, the missed opportunities to, to catch passes. That's, uh, you, you can't be that sloppy and win. Baltimore had the same issue, by the way. They weren't necessarily – I don't think Kansas City was the better team, but they played better that day. They made fewer mistakes, and they, they, they you know, made the plays that they needed to, and, and Baltimore couldn't do it. You know, Anything be, happened in the NFC. Yeah. You know, the one thing I began my show with, the most under-talked-about thing, not just the misses on Purdy, at least three sacks, but how many times they missed tackles that would have been a one- or two-yard game that became seven or eight. Yeah, and that was uh, Malik Fonu was on the hook for a couple of those. Uh, your guy Kaminsky was on the hook for one of those. Hutchinson missed one. Romeo Aquara missed one, a big one. 
uh, because that happened a couple plays before a touchdown and it otherwise would have produced a third and long. You know, they've, they've got to get better at, at doing the little things like that. The other one that got me, uh, and I don't think this gets talked about enough, Jack Fox's punt was perfect. It was as good as you can possibly punt the ball, and Chase Lucas has his toes in the end zone when he grabs it. Uh, that's that's a 19 and a half yard gain to start a drive for the for the 49ers, and they needed every inch of it. That's those are the kind of mistakes that you just cannot make. You got to have that attention to detail. Chase Lucas is normally a very good player on on special teams coverage. wasn't on that play, and you can't have those errors. You just can't. And burning the time out uh, when you're trying for the miracle rally. Granted, there still was a long ways to go, but. You know, running that ball, who makes that play call when you're chasing points? So that was actually my least favorite play of the game, and that was one where I do think that Dan Campbell needed to override Ben Johnson on that one because uh, you cannot run the ball. there. Again, you just can't do that, uh, and that, that one was dumb. Um, I didn't hate the, the, the going for the touchdowns. Uh, they clearly don't trust Michael Bensley. If you have a kicker that you don't trust, that he's your fifth kicker in 18 months. I'm okay with not putting a lot on the field. Um, that, that speaks to a larger issue that they're going to have to address this offseason, but you know, they're good on fourth down. As, as Spanky from Sparta said quite correctly, um, they're very good on fourth downs, that, and that's also the, the identity of the team. They're playing to win. They're not playing not to lose, and Dan Campbell played to win. The play calls were there. The execution, Goff, Goff made good enough throws on both, the, well, the first one, Second one was the second one where they didn't go for the field goal and the second went for the touchdown. That was an awful play. Um, and that one's on Ben Johnson. That play call specifically was awful. Um, very low chance to work. Um, not enough options if, if the primary read wasn't there. Those are the types of things that, that frustrate me about Ben Johnson. We've talked about that quite a bit, uh, how he gets a little bit overhyped and, and in love with his own creativity instead of the, the practicality of actually executing the plays. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was frustrating. You know, it, it's weird being down here. Um, we're we're here with media from pretty much all teams, and uh, everybody's like, you know, coming up and I, I got a couple of hugs today, a couple of you know conciliatory fists and everything. And it's, uh, it, it's almost like they're expecting us all to want to you know jump out in, into the Mobile Bay here. And at, at the same time, I know, and I talked to I talked to producer Brett before we came on the air. We're going to feel really, really good with looking back on this team about Wednesday or Thursday this week, but right now it's just not fun. Thanks, yeah. Well, what about Campbell told the team, hey, it's really tough. There's no, and I get there's no guarantees. There isn't every year. I mean, look at the Lions. Last time they went to the NFC Championship, would they win five, six games the next year? Uh, injuries, your schedule, bounce of the ball, luck, coaching decisions, all that. How are the Lions set up for this? salary cap window and they got a ton of salary cap money they got four picks in the first three rounds uh they're young uh is it a five to seven year window they have and there will be opportunities for this team to be even better beginning next year how many times do you think they get back to the nfc championship game i'll just start there yeah i i think they're very well suited and some of it is if you look around the nfc there isn't anybody better than them. I mean, San Francisco obviously is going to the Super Bowl, and they're a very good team. They're further deeper into their window than what Detroit is. Detroit's just opened this year. And with the, the young core that they've got, you know, with Panay and Hutch, 
and you know the, the rookie class from this year, they're they're set up for the next three four years very very nicely with what they can add this off season, what they can draft, um, with the emphasis on player development from the coaching staff. They're in a really really good spot to be one one of the two or three best teams in the NFC for the next three or four years. Does that mean they're going to get the, the championship game? No, it doesn't. Like you said, you know you got to get you got to get the right breaks. You got to have the, the players execute. Um, weird things happen in the playoffs all the time, but uh, they're they will definitely be the favorites to win the NFC North next year and hosting hopefully one, two, or even three more playoff games next year. Uh, and and next year is when you start to get disappointed if they can't advance in a game that they have a twenty-four to seven halftime lead because. <laughs> That can't happen again. As much as I love Dan Campbell, uh, and I don't pin the loss on him uh, very much, hardly at all. Uh, that's that's when people start to wonder, like, is this guy cursed? Is it snake bit? What's going on here? Why can't he win? Uh, that's uh, those are conversations that I don't want to have. But yeah, this is a big team that is set up very, very nicely for the next three, four seasons, uh, as long as they can, you know, get get guys locked up. Amon Ross St. Brown is going to need money at some point. Panay is going to need money. Hutch is going to need money. They've got it, but uh, how much they have of it and what they can add around that, that's that's a little bit in flux. But that's more for next offseason. This offseason, there's not a lot of really big free agents that are leaving that they have to keep. And I think that's one of the things that, that we're looking at right now is, you know, where do they, where can they add next year? And they're, they're in pretty good shape to, to keep most of the core together, and that's that's what you want to do. And like I mentioned, uh, four picks in the first three rounds. NFL draft will be in Detroit. Jeff Risden, Lion, uh, Lions Wire, and also Draft Wire. If you want to get set up for the draft, he's down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, as we speak. Uh, Jeff, appreciate the update. We'll talk later in the week, and I'll get your thoughts on what the Lions offseason will look like for the fans, okay? Sounds great. Thanks, Bill.